0: where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode 33, The Texas Decoy Massacre. Before we get into the interview part of the show, I would like to let you guys know that we're going to make this a pretty quick episode. I am hunting in Indiana and Ohio, and in order to get out there and wreak havoc on the population of turkeys in those two states, we're going to make this a short and sweet episode. So, we're going to actually skip the Ask the Turkey Hunter segment of the show this week, but you guys don't forget to send in your questions If you have any questions about turkey hunting or if you have a scenario that you want to run past me, maybe there's a bird that's beating you up, you can email those questions, email those scenarios to me, askandy at iamturkeyhunting.com, askandy at iamturkeyhunting.com. Before we get into the story this week, I want to read you another review from iTunes. This one is by Adidas God. And Adidas God says amazing turkey only podcast. I think either Carrie Z or Jay Scott turned me on to Andy's show, and ever since then I've been as dedicated and loyal a listener as possible. He is just like Carrie Z and Jay Scott and Dusty in that his shows only get better with age. He has my attention every week, looking for a new show with new guests or himself with info and tips to help my turkey hunting in all aspects. Adidas God, thank you very much. Those are very kind words, and I really appreciate you taking the time to post the review on iTunes. For you guys that haven't left a review, please go onto iTunes and give me a five-star rating and leave me a review. It's much appreciated and it helps me to be able to be located by new or potential listeners. So if you want others to be able to get this great info, an easy way to do that to help them is to go on out there, leave me a review and a rating, and that'll help the show show up in search results a lot better. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Subscribing does not cost a dime, and it ensures that you get notification when the most recent episode is uploaded to iTunes. So, subscribing is a good thing. Go ahead and click the subscribe button. All right, we're gonna get into the Texas decoy massacre. This hunt actually took place with my Yankee buddy, John, from Virginia. Now, I know what you're thinking. Virginia was in the south. They fought on the southern side of the War of Northern Aggression. But when you live in Alabama, anybody north of Alabama is a Yankee. So John's my Yankee buddy from Virginia. He and I actually went to college together. That's where he learned to turkey hunt, just like I did. And John's a great turkey hunter, a great guy. You're going to love the story. It is hilarious. I'm going to get right into it right now. And I will see you guys on the other side. Well, tonight I've got on the call with us, my good friend john rowell who lives in virginia my yankee friend as you heard in the previous episode where we talked about his missouri turkey and this episode i kind of hinted around at it last on the other episode that we've hunted with some outfitters who've not been real good this outfitter i believe is at the very bottom of the list of outfitters that we've hunted with in fact I don't even think this outfitter was an outfitter. Do you?
1: No, no. He was a he was a deliver deliver you to a piece of property, and here's a, some keys to an extra vehicle. Uh, see you later, guy. Yeah, he was. He was we he, don't he, even
0: know if he owned this place that we were a hunting. a
1: good chance he did not. Because
0: <laughs> well. he sure didn't act like it. He got our money. He said, "Here's the road that runs through the property." See you later,
1: and I'm off to town. So yeah, the Yankees back, and, and for any of you Southern boys that want some turkey hunting tips, you can you can reach me via Andy. I'll be I'll be more than happy to help you out. Whether, whether, <laughs> uh, whether, whether you live in the deep South, the Middle South, wherever it might be, I, I may be able to give you a couple pointers. But yeah, the Yankees, yeah. the Yankees back.
0: The <laughs> Middle South is more like Montgomery, maybe Clanton.
1: <laughs> no, I think maybe uh, is, is uh, Huntsville. Not
0: oh, no, that's, that's out. Yeah, that's out yeah,
1: the, nor- the
0: northern south would be like Coleman, you know, those areas there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
1: Well, that makes sense. That, that, that the- does make complete sense. I, I, I understand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. you go north of Coleman, Alabama, you're you're pretty much a Yankee.
1: You're in Yankee town. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. So,
0: got my Yankee buddy back here with me, and we're going to tell the story, not about the outfitter, because there is no story with the outfitter. No, I don't. I literally.
1: You, you know his name. No. Do you? Ba- no. I barely recall what he looked like.
0: I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. If you showed me, and even if you gave me a lineup of people and you pointed to him and you said, "This is him," I, I couldn't pick him out.
1: He collected. I would say he, he collected our uh, cash at the gate and said, "Drive this way. Here's here's an extra truck." That's
0: basically that's,
1: that's what summit, happened, right? Yeah, yeah. He that's was
0: basically he, what happened. He
1: was outstanding.
0: <laughs> and on this trip, we had a big group on this trip. There were seven
1: of us? Yeah, there were a pile there were a bunch of us on this trip. Which, you know, obviously adds even more pressure when everybody's trying to get a bird. But but obviously, you know, we're going down to Texas, we're gonna go hunt a bunch of stupid Rios, you know, no problem, right? I mean that's yeah, that's, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. Nothing. If you believe the hunting videos that you see and the hunting shows on Outdoor Channel, going to Texas and shooting a Rio should take you no more than about 15 minutes.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's, and, that, and that's where we were. And especially at that time period, I mean, this was what, what, early trips for us. And we were like, well, we're just going to go down there and we're going to walk out in the field and hit some Rios in the head with a stick, you know? Yeah. I mean, that was, that was what we were thinking. And then, you know, we, we drove a half mile into this property, and every turkey we saw in the field ran for its life, like <laughs> like we had a, a Gatling gun or a, a 50 caliber mounted on top of that daggone truck. Yeah, and that was kind of the beginning of a. This might be a little harder than we thought.
0: Yeah, and it ended up being much harder than we thought, although we all did kill turkeys on the trip, and it was difficult. The turkeys at this place would fly down from the roost, hit the ground, and walk towards the property lines, gobbling the Mm -hmm. whole way, because the owner of the property was not feeding the turkeys, but all of the neighbors were feeding the turkeys. And in Texas, of course, it's legal to feed. It's also legal to hunt turkeys in the spring with a rifle. And I'm sure that this quote-unquote outfitter had had several hunters there in, the, in that season, earlier in that season, who went there with rifles and taking pop shots of turkeys out in these cow pastures and out in these fields. And that's why the turkeys would just absolutely run from you. When they saw a vehicle,
1: those turkeys, those turkeys, Andy, when they saw a vehicle, would run for their lives like they'd been shot at dozens of times from a truck. It was the craziest because you know how many times have you seen a turkey and you're in a truck? And the worst thing you do is stop and look at them, right? Then then they're gonna get nervous. Yeah. But if you just kept going, you're just driving on the road. Those turkeys ran for their lives. (laughs) It was insane. Yes, it was.
0: Yes, it was. Well, we had one turkey in particular that we had a couple of run-ins with in one of the—I uh, wanted to say cow pasture, but it was actually the pasture where this gentleman kept his horses. If it was his, well, if it was his property <laughs> and his horses, but anyways, where <laughs> and somebody and kept it, some and horses.
1: It, 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 you want to call them horses, but there are a couple of them out there that look like horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so this pasture was alongside the main road that you had had to drive in to get to the camphouse. And once you went up this road to the camphouse, the road split off in other directions and you could actually travel the road off in the other directions and they'd take you out to the paved road that in turn you would drive back in through the main gate and this main road to go back to the camphouse when it was time to eat lunch. So I think two days in a row, we had seen this turkey out in this Horse pasture or skeleton of horse pasture at about one o'clock in the afternoon, and one o'clock in the afternoon in Texas in late April is Texas hot.
1: Big time.
0: I mean, it it those days we were there, it was hot. Actually, I guess the first day we were there, the first night, it rained about forty-four inches that night. That might be a little of an exaggeration. A little bit of an exaggeration.
1: No, I think it was close to sixty inches. Man, it rained.
0: It may have been. It may have been. But so. After two days of hunting, I think, and I'm not bragging, but I think I was the only one that killed a turkey.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you we were there. You're, for, you're right, as much as I don't want to admit it, you're right.
0: Yeah, I think we were there for four days. And the only reason I killed a turkey is because we kept going to one area where we heard a turkey gobble, but the turkey would not come. And the area was, was probably 50 yards from the property line. And I just had the guys drop me off there and let him go on. And I sat there and waited. And the turkey comes be bopping off the neighbor's property, eating corn. I could see the corn feeder after I shot the turkey. He came underneath the fence from the neighbor's property and I shot him. I mean, there, there was no calling. There was no anything. I was sitting there waiting on this turkey because he'd been gobbling in that spot. We'd heard him gobbling there for a couple of couple of days. So I knew he was there and he was coming back in there. So I just waited on him and he showed up. But
1: There, there, goes, we that, saw, there, there goes that story about you sitting there clucking and purring and came right into you all bowed up. The truth well, comes out.
0: So anyway, we, we saw this turkey in this horse pasture two afternoons in a row, one o'clock. And the third day of the trip, we're all kind of sitting around the camp and John looks at me and he says, what time is it? I said, well, it's about 12 o'clock. He said, I'm going hunting. I said, I know where you're going and I'm going with you. He said, let's go. So we loaded up in the vehicle, drove past the horse pasture, parked the vehicle out of sight and made a beeline for the two trees. That were outside of the horse pasture and put our stuff down there, got our decoys out, and we typically do not hunt with decoys. Never, yeah. But yeah, with this being an afternoon setup, we kind of figured that we needed some decoys out there. And given the fact that, for all practical purposes, we're sitting out in the wide open.
1: Yeah, we're there, there, on, there, there, there's two trees, but I mean, just so everybody knows, there are two trees.
0: And that is it.
1: No, nothing
0: oh, and, else. And two, two trees One and cactus. cactus. Yeah, that's it, yeah. But the cactus was a good 40 yards from us, so, you know, that was offering no cover. But, yeah, so we're sitting, what would you say, maybe 10 yards from the, the barbed
1: wire fence of the pasture? Yeah, 10, 15 yards, something like that, close. Really close to where it corners up, yeah.
0: And we took the decoys and put them, like any smart hunter would do, inside the horse pasture. Because that's smart.
1: Well, that's—I mean, and, listen, that's, thats where they were, and yeah, at the time it felt smart for sure. Well,
0: you know, it really—it kind of did because we didn't know where the turkey was coming from at that time, At that point in time, yeah. we just knew where we'd been seeing him. Exactly. Yeah. Which is where we put the decoys.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of strategy. So, there's a lot of strategy on that placement, but that's where they ended up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So after we get the decoys set up, what happened?
1: Well, so. That's when all the excitement got going. So we sit down and he said, well, you know, we got a couple, there are two, it was two hand decoys. And it was those, you know, it's a little soft styrofoam, squeezable, you press them down decoys, nothing fancy, not like the crazy blow up ones you see now or any of that, that stuff, it's normal decoys. Well, we so, uh,
0: for those of you that, that have turkey on for a while, I think uh, – and I don't think they're around anymore. Was it Feather Flex?
1: It was exactly what they were, yeah. Foam, yeah.
0: just a thin foam decoy. Yeah, so go ahead, John. Cheap, cheap,
1: right. cheap as hell, and you could, fold, you could literally fold them in half, put them in your vest, you know? Yeah. So we put those jokers out, and we sit down, and we go around, and it's the middle of the day, and it's hot. I mean, it's hot. And he pulls out a box call, box call, a box call. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I'll make some calls. All right, good deal. And he lets out a nice yelp, nice sweet yelp. Yelp, 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 yelp. Nothing happens. He goes and lights off another series. And as soon as he lights off that series, and probably, what, 70, 80 yards from us? Maybe, yeah. you know? It's close. Yeah. And we're like, both shocked because it's 150 degrees. It's the middle <laughs> of the day, right? At the same time, like, heck yeah, because it's been two days and nothing's been happening. So this turkey gobbles, and he proceeds to continue to gobble. I mean, he, he is gobbling good. And while we're yelping, though, these two horses, and there was two of them in that whole damn field, right? <laughs> <laughs> these two horses come not walking, running over to the corner of this horse pasture. I mean, running like they're trying to get away from the blue man. I mean, probably the fastest these horses have ran in five years. I mean, they were hatched. <laughs> They were, they were so damn old, it was pathetic, you know, big swayback horses. I mean, I don't even understand why you would pay to feed these things. And so they get all the way over there. And the first thing, and so and this turkey's still gobbling, and Andy's still calling. And we're not calling to him like crazy, but he's calling, the turkey's still gobbling. These horses come over, and they get up to the decoys, close to the decoys. It's a cloud of dust because, you know, it's hot stuff's going everywhere and and they start pouncing around the front of the horse while they're looking at these turkeys. Now, I mean, I I guess they're expecting these turkeys to run off, these wild turkey decoys. (laughs) And this turkey continues to gobble and this one horse reaches down and nudges the decoy with its its nose. I look over there and I'm like, you you know, the the typical stupid question, you see this? And so this one horse is in the decoy, but Andy, he's not letting up. He's still calling the turkey. The turkey's still gobbling. I mean, we're still, we're in full-on hunting mode, right? And next thing you know, this one horse grabs the turkey decoy by the top of the head, like right on the top of the head, and grabs it and flips it up in the air and throws it up over top top of its head, and it falls down, and he's kind of stomping around, around it, you know. I guess like he's trying to kill it, like he's mad at it. I don't know. And so he's going after this turkey. Well, the other horse sees his buddy and goes, well, if my buddy's going to take it out on one of these turkeys, I am too. And he grabs the other decoy and starts thrashing it. But he doesn't throw a strap in the air. He grabs it by the head and starts shaking it left and right like a daggone dog. Going crazy. I mean, going nuts. So there's a turkey front there with one horse stomping on it. There's another turkey decoy. There's another t- turkey decoy, the other horse got it. It's slashing it side to side like it's a, a lab pulling a, a pull toy or something, going nuts trying to destroy it. And But this turkey's still steady goblin. Steady goblin. And we're sitting there going, "This is, you know, sitting there basically. We're not talking at this point. Turkey's close. The horses are fifteen <laughs> yards. They're running away, and we're looking at each other like, can you believe this crap is going on?'" And we're not
0: talking because I can't breathe from it, laughing. A, I am trying not to move, but I am watching.
1: And, and it's just a, it's one a, of the funniest
0: it, things I've ever seen.
1: It's a yard sale. I mean, like, the shit, this stuff everywhere. And so the, 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 turkeys, the, the, the horses get done crashing the turkey decoys, and the one horse decides to grab the steak out of the ground and eat it. But when he tries to eat it, he leans his head way back up, and the steak slides down his throat, and he starts to choke on it. So there's horses out there. There's one horse that's stomping on decoy. There's another horse is getting choked by a turkey decoy steak.
0: Quite possibly, is going to die right there <laughs> in front of us.
1: I mean, literally choking himself out. He's got it so far down in his throat, he can't get it back out. So, I mean, he's like freaking out, coughing and going nuts and shaking his head. And right as this is going on, this gobbler steps out in the field. Like literally, right when this horse is like trying to cough this turkey steak out, up, out of its neck, This turkey, his gobbler walks out in the field in a full strut. I mean, just puffed up in a full strut. He's angry and ready to get it on. And he walks like four steps into the field. And he comes out a strut and looks around, and and you could just see it if you were that turkey. And (laughs) his head goes, what the hell is going on?
0: If turkeys could scream... He would have come out of the woods going, oh, yeah, I'm here, girls. I'm here, ladies. Y'all get ready. And then, ah!
1: That that poor gobbler walks out there and goes, there are dead hens everywhere horses jumping on them. And there's another horse rearing up on its hind legs trying to cough something out of its neck. I don't know what it is. I mean, aliens landed, essentially, for this gobbler. And so he comes out, and I give it to him. He's stayed in strut for three, four steps. He comes out of strut, and he's like, I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. Uh-huh. And so he proceeds to just, I mean, not a little bit. It's a real They don't fly. In the LA East and they're like, am getting, getting. They're going to run, right? So he starts to run. And as he's running, I swing because I got to let him get past the horses. As much as I probably should just shot them, too, and put them out of their misery, I have to let him get past the horses. And I go and I shoot, and I blew the head off a cactus like nobody's business. I mean, (laughs) that cactus exploded. There are cactus flying everywhere. So at this point, there's horses fleeing the scene because there's shooting going on. There's cactus (laughs) flying through the air, and there's this turkey gulf going, I have no idea what the hell's happening right now. And he took another four or five steps, and I killed him with the second shot. But that is the story of Horsey, the old turkey from Texas, that uh, de- de- exactly, came into the decoy massacre. Exactly. Came into the decoy massacre, yard sale, whatever you want to call it in Texas, and was by far, thank goodness, I guess, the most exciting part of that entire trip. <laughs> I only wish the other seven guys, five guys that were with us had been there to see it in person. It was insane.
0: Uh, I'm telling you, if, if we'd had a video camera out there that day, we—I think every week could win America's Funniest Home Videos with that it's, video of that hunt. It was hilarious.
1: Craziest thing I've ever, craziest thing I've ever seen, craziest thing I've ever. Well, listen, first off, it's the craziest hunting experience I've ever had, right? But yeah. then, as far as turkey hunting goes, that—that's not ever going to happen again. So I got that turkey mounted, by the way, in a standing pose with a horseshoe at his feet. <laughs> and he, he will always be known as Horsey in my in my house, Horsey the turkey. Horsey. Oh, sure. And that was my first, yeah. as a sign that was my first Rio ever on that on yeah. the hunt. But that was an absolutely, an absolutely insane. Did that
0: Rio finish your Grand Slam, or did you finish it with Miriam in Wyoming?
1: That was my first, that was my first Grand Slam with, with that Rio. And I don't know, still to this day, because I don't think I collected it, if that horse swallowed that steak when i started shooting or if he actually did spit it
0: out no he spit it out (laughs) he spit it out i do remember that that it was just insane i mean i i guess you know it just finally clicked for those horses and they thought you know these turkeys are out here every single day and well we're not putting up with it anymore and I mean, they just absolutely charged those turkeys, and then, then attacked the decoys.
1: It was absolutely, nuts. it was crazy, it was nuts. And I'm not kidding you. That's probably the quickest those horses had moved in the last five <laughs> years. It's like someone said, "Charge!" It's like Teddy Roosevelt was behind them on another horse going, "We're gonna take this hill." I mean, those judges who <laughs> moved across that field and commenced to just destroy, destroy our fine decoy setup, and it was a beautiful setup.
0: (laughs) They probably thought, well, this is our chance to finally eat something.
1: (laughs) It could have been. Lord knows the guy that dropped us off wasn't feeding them. I can tell you that right now.
0: No, no. And there wasn't a whole lot of grass in that field, if I remember correctly. It's more like a dust
1: bowl. Yeah, it was. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah.
0: So horse lovers are probably going to be angry with us for not setting those horses free.
1: Well, just so horse, uh, horse lovers, just so they know, there are no horses damaged in the process of that hunt. <laughs> they were all. That's true. They were all... I swung well clear, though no, may, may, may have done them a, a favor by not, but yeah, no horses were damaged in the course of that hunt, for sure. When
0: the shooting commenced, they got out of dodge.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to tell you right now, when we started shooting, they didn't when I started shooting, they didn't run away as fast as they ran in to try and kill those decoys. <laughs> <laughs> those jokers were insane. Oh
0: god, it was funny. And then we got back to camp, and we're telling the story, and people, are, you know, the other the other guys are kind of looking at us like, "Yeah, did that really happen?"
1: Yeah, they all thought we were full of it. You, yeah,
0: you're not going to believe this.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. Uh, that was probably one of the most entertaining hunts that I've been on because it was just crazy watching another animal's reaction to the to those decoys and that horse choking on that decoy steak. As soon as that turkey comes out of the woods, I, man, I, I mean, I don't know how I. Was able to keep myself in in check because I was dying on the inside. Yeah, you know, the pressure's off of me. I've killed my turkey.
1: Yeah, you're done. I was I was laser focused. Laser. Yes, I was yeah. not. <laughs> I wasn't really laser focused, but that's what I'll claim that I was laser focused. I was I was I was focused on the fact that it was a shell in front of us, and I didn't know what the heck was going to go on. And I'm not kidding you. Literally, that turkey turkey doesn't have really have a <laughs> Much of a facial expression, but when when he came out and, and, and into the field and strut, he, if a turkey got can get bug-eyed, that turkey did. That <laughs> turkey was like, "What is going on out here? There are decoys laying out. Where he's like, these horses have massacred my hens. Yeah,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> they get out of here while the getting's good. Yeah, while they're still chewing on the hens, I've got to get the hell out of here." <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. well, man, I I appreciate you coming on this evening and sharing the story with us. It's, it's just too good not to share, and we've got a lot of a lot of stories because we've been on a lot of trips and hunted a lot together. But that's got to be one of my all time favorites. Yeah. That and Old Man Haney's turkey. That I mean, it's old, just
1: old man, that Old Man Haney. At some point, you'll have to tell the white truck story.
0: That's pretty yeah good one too yeah that's pretty good yeah that's pretty good yeah so uh but i do appreciate you coming on this evening and sharing that with us i'm looking forward to hunting with you again soon and we'll keep banking those memories together until we get all 49 states knocked out in mexico and canada as well yeah
1: yeah Well, this spring we'll get some more this spring um you know it's gonna be gonna be gonna be fun you gotta Keep staying after it, but yeah, what an awesome time! And Texas was a blast, and it is one of my favorite. I mean, it's one of my favorite funniest hunts, and we've had some of the good ones. And you know, we just got we'll keep doing them, and yeah, I'm looking forward to the spring for sure.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. And for those of you that don't have a Rio and you need one for a Grand Slam, I've got a place for you to go. You don't go to don't go to Texas to this place. We <laughs> no. and I again, I don't even know who the you guy was that you owned You not even know who to tell
1: them to go to. So yeah, no, but
0: <laughs> I no, I tell them who to go to. I can't tell them who not who to no, not no. go
1: to. No, you definitely have some places to tell them to go to. But just take yeah, place. On yeah, exactly. So yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, buddy. All well, right. it's getting late Yankee time. You need to go get your beauty rest i
1: do and, for sure. Uh,
0: get ready to to try to take over the world tomorrow and i will holler at you in a few days and see you in a couple of weeks
1: yep see you for the see for the winter hunt andrew it was good talking buddy all right bud yeah
0: thank you yep. appreciate your time uh-huh. all right, bye. bye. hey thanks for tuning in i hope that you enjoyed the story of the texas decoy massacre that hunt is right up there near the top of my list of favorite turkey hunts so That was a great hunt it was a great time I'm glad that John came on and shared the story with us so that you guys could be part of that and next week be sure to tune in I'm going to recap the hunt in Ohio the hunt in Indiana and my 2015 season and then also if you don't mind if this episode made you laugh even just one time Share the episode on Facebook, retweet it on Twitter, tell your friends and family about the show, have them tune in and listen to it. That's a great way to spread the word about the show, and I appreciate that very much. Don't forget to submit your questions or scenarios to me, Ask Andy at iamturkeyhunting.com. I appreciate you guys tuning in this week. I know that you have choices, and I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye.